Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Music, and Urban Legends. I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Ombarger. And also with us today is our production crew, Jenny, Jeannie, and Sam the Auditory Care Bear. Hey, hey. <laughs> also, Sam is a rule follower. Uh, no, that's not true at all. No, He's I'm not? A, just a rule maker. Yeah, Ooh. yeah he makes Ooh. the rules, expects everyone else to follow them. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Follows his own rules. Ah. Rule maker. <laughs> So a lot of people don't know what jackalopes are, much less what jackalope tails are. Mm-hmm. And our inspiration for this whole thing um, kind of started when we worked in a record store. Right. Sound Warehouse in Fort Worth. Shout out. It's not there anymore. <laughs> I know. Shout out to the ghost of Sound Warehouse. It's a liquor store now. Oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> so it still has spirits. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> So um, when we uh, worked in the record store, we would get band bios from all these crazy bands uh, Mm -hmm. trying to get us to listen to their record and play it in the store. And um, there was a band called Jane's Addiction. Mm -hmm. And their band bio, and I'll never forget this, it was the funniest band bio. They said, never tell the truth in an interview. Yeah. Never. And that really stuck with me because... Who can believe a lot of this stuff that's told about musicians, especially when it comes out of their own freaking mouths? Mm-hmm. And I think it adds to the whole urban legend of musicians. They never tell the truth. No, it's amazing all the stories They're that liars. revolve around the bands. Right. They're liars. <laughs> um, or are they? So it, I know. it adds to the the myth and the stories that that bands put out besides their crazy antics on stage but who they are as people and that's what we talk about yeah exactly that's a jackalope tale it was an inspiration to us it was yeah so let's uh let's get into it the first one yeah and uh the first one the band van halen love them may have heard of them yeah there is something about them and that wonderful little round treat M&M's. Delightful confectionery. <laughs> it is, definitely. Well, they had a writer that they would present to the venue that they were going to be playing at. Mm-hmm. And the writer would, of course, give out all these details. Their writer would end up being about 53 pages. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now, in that writer... The band had all these different requests. They'd be asking for fruit, coffee, water, tea bags, even 12 Reese's peanut butter cups. Alcohol? I'm sure it was on there. It better be. Well, but then they also asked for 12 assorted Dannon yogurts on ice. Uh. I know. I mean, hey, David had to keep his thin figure for all those high kicks. I don't like that rider at all. It's not fun. <laughs> no, but there was one thing in the rider that was about M&M's. Okay. They wanted a bowl of M&M's with no brown M&M's included. Hmm. I know. So now as it turned out, they had come up with that with a purpose. Okay. And... When they were on the road at that time, their stage, their production was tremendous. It was a huge, huge task that they had to do to get it all set up and ready to go. 
And in many cases, the venues that they were playing at, they were too outdated or inadequately prepared to set up the sophisticated stage. I got that, yeah. Yeah, so what they did was they put that little note about M&Ms within the writer because if they got to the venue and they saw that there were some brown M&Ms on the catering table, then they knew immediately the promoter had not read the contract writer, and the band would then have to do a serious line check of the entire stage setup to avoid injuries or technical errors. It doesn't sound punk rock. I know (laughs) they're not punk rock. (laughs) Well, I mean, and then when they brought in synthesizer into their music, it was like, no credibility. Right. Yeah. So the one thing about this that, that, I, that I love about the Eminem thing is I think a lot of bands heard that and they adopted that rule, but not because they were checking to see if the promoter read the writer. They were doing stuff because um, there was a myth when I was in school that if you ate the green ones, it was like an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. It made you horny. Uh, yes. Um, so bands would put just green M&Ms on their rider. Mm. We used to, when we first went out, we just had 24 beers and a bottle of Jack. And um, when we got... One an, bottle of Jack. That's it. For four of you. For four of us. Okay. Because we were afraid to ask for things. I do remember a time when we were opening for Tripping Daisy. We okay. weren't big enough to have a rider. Right. Yeah, I mean, we just kind of were there to open for them. And I remember going into Tripping Daisy's green room when no one was there, and there were some, like, sandwich trays and some water. Mm-hmm. And I remember being so fucking jealous right? of what they had. We were daring enough to take a case of water. And we that were was, parched. That was the best damn water ever. <laughs> the and stolen water. Now, I left the band before you all started really touring. Right. So... Once you all started hitting the big road, were there some riders you had, some details about that? So our sound guy, who was the sound guy for Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. guilted us and shamed us into changing our rider and beefing it up. Uh-huh. So we added a lot more alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can get anything you want. Just mm. put anything you want on these riders. And we're like, we can? And he's like, yeah, beef it up. So we added socks. And underwear. <laughs> so, so the guys in the band, not me, um, the guys in the band would wastefully change their socks and underwear at every venue and then throw the old ones out and get new ones every show so they wouldn't have to do laundry. Wow. They, <laughs> they could have given out the old underwear as souvenirs. I don't know why they didn't. I know. There's money there. But a, there was a lot of um, Denny's that was eaten at the time. <laughs> So it probably wouldn't have been a good thing. Yeah. What was it? The Grand Slam breakfast? Yes. Oh, yeah. And that could have really... over Miami or... <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two great dishes, which would cause a bad aftermath. Right. Uh, so I'd like to bring up a grievance. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a writer here on the podcast, and we have yet to have our writer fully met. I'm feeling ignored. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of things like the water and the alcohol, but... uh, And they're polite. They're very polite, but we have yet to get any Skittles. 
Yes. Oh, my God. Skittles. And uh, I feel like they have something against rainbows. Yes. And tasting them. I know. I mean, I love tasting the rainbow. It's not happening. So um, if you want to leave that grievance in and maybe take care of that next time, that would be mm-hmm. that would be good. Yeah. And go ahead and leave all colors in. Right. Cause, all of them. Because I never eat them individually. Just put a bunch in the mouth so it mixes all the flavors. Right. Tastes better. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of taste. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Do you have a story about Keith Richards? Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, Brian Jones during that time. I think it was around 1967 when the Stones were, of course, a little bit involved in the drug world and culture. They uh, were known for kind of experimenting and using different kinds of drugs. And we're going to call this one. Mick Jagger goes to Mars. Yes. Mm-hmm. And have you ever heard of the Mars bar? You know, I have. I've never tasted one. I haven't either, and I have yet to find anyone who has. It's it's like just this mystery of a bar. I don't think it's an American candy bar. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Because... Just a little backstory. We tried to find a Mars bar. We went to several places that have candy mm-hmm. on the way to record. No Mars bars anywhere. No. Anywhere. Exactly. I said anywhere. <laughs> if you go to British Emporium in Grapevine, you can find those Mars bars. That is a UK candy. Hmm. And I believe you're about to tell one of my favorite stories of all time. So I will let you get to it. Oh, it is a good one. So back in 1967... 19 British police conducted a raid at Keith Richards' Redlands estate, and it was because they had been tipped off about illegal drugs Hmm. going on. Were the cops buying or confiscating? I'm sure they were hoping it was free. (laughs) (laughs) But during the bust, there is a supposed situation where they found Mick Jagger, Mm-hmm. In a room with uh, his significant other, Marianne Faithful. Mm-hmm. And they found Mick eating a Mars bar out of Marianne Faithful's whisker biscuit. <laughs> now, some speculate the story came from the classic Mars bar ad, which claimed the candy treat, quote unquote, fills that gap. Oh, God. Yes. So is there any correlation? We don't know. Now, that got me thinking. Mm-hmm. What other slogans have there been for Mars Bar? I want to know. I know. And they can almost tie into this uh, form of eating a Mars Bar. Okay. They are pleasure you can't measure. There's <laughs> take, <laughs> take a bite of the red planet. Wait, I want to clarify. These are actual slogans for the Mars bar? They are actual slogans that have been used. Not puns that you guys created? No. Okay. These were actually, it just so happens to kind of uh, be relatable. So what you're telling me is Mars bar is corroborating the story. We don't know because other ones are out of this world tasty. Okay. The chocolate bar that never disappoints. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one small bite for man, one giant leap for taste buds. <laughs> and then two more, two more. Okay. Eat a galaxy of flavor. Okay. 
And the last one, I mean, you got to say, heaven in every mouthful. Okay. <laughs> they totally are in on the joke. Well, I mean, Marianne Faithful denied this because she just described the gossip as a dirty old man's fantasy. She wrote that in her autobiography. But then again, who would admit to having a Mars bar eaten out of? So. I I don't trust her. I, she's not very faithful. I know. I don't, I don't trust her. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with that that, is, that really happened because Mars seems to be embracing mm-hmm. the story. Exactly. In their advertising. And I feel like she really gave them some really good advertising, free advertising. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it she worked out well. She should have gotten paid. I know, right? Exactly. It would have worked out great. Maybe that's why there's the payday. Maybe that's her. Mm, There you go. You always have to wonder, what is nougat? (laughs) I mean, you can't be more vague than nougat. Yeah. Yeah. I got a crazy one. Okay. I'm ready. I'm calling this one Kanye's inner circle. Mm, Kanye's inner circle. Okay. Okay. So everyone knows Kanye's kind of crazy. (laughs) And I might be putting it mildly. Mm -hmm. Um, So to be in Kanye's inner circle, you have to prove your mettle by eating something called the toe of Satan. He's very religious, isn't he? He is. So this makes sense. So the toe of Satan is a very hot lollipop. I think I've seen some videos on TikTok where they challenge themselves to eat one and Yes, survive. there is a challenge. There's a toe of Satan challenge ah. um, going around, and uh, we're going to do one later. But evidently, it's like walking through culinary hellfire. Oh. It's hot. And you have to eat the lollipop to prove that you can keep the devil at bay. Good God. Okay. Right. So... We're going to have a picture on social media of this or, or go online and find it. But it doesn't look like a hoof or Yeah, you're hoof. right. You're right. It I looks mean, like a vagina. It is weird. It's oddly shaped. I think it really does. Maybe it's the camel toe of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you might be onto something here. Satan's yeah. camel toe. So it's strangely shaped and you have to eat this to prove that you can hang with Kanye. Right. So what is let me read this box. Yeah, there's the box for it. It says, "Can you stub out the toe of Satan?" And basically it's got if you can last 5 minutes with this thing in your mouth, you win the the challenge, the toe of Satan challenge. I'm sure Marianne Faithful wondered that too. <laughs> <laughs> So let me read the warning on the box. It says, warning, this product is extremely spicy and has the potential to cause skin and or mouth irritation. The toe of Satan is intended. So Mary, maybe Mary and Faithful shouldn't do this one. No, no. That irritation wouldn't be that good. <laughs> um, the toe of Satan is intended for use by adults only. Okay. And should be kept out of the reach of children and pets. Pets, Okay. This product contains high amounts of pure chili extract, and it is to be handled with extreme caution. Consume at your own risk. Damn. I'm in. Okay, so let's review. Okay, we've got three that we covered. So we've got Van Halen and the brown M&Ms. That's for real. That is, because they've said, even David Lee Roth said, that is what they did. 
Then next we have Mick Jagger goes to Mars. <sighs> I know. I mean, I think it's real because Mars corroborated the candy company, whatever company that is. What is it? Hershey's? I don't know. Yeah. Heaven in every mouthful. Right. I mean, pfft. yeah, they I corroborated. So I'm going to say that is true. Yes. I'll go with that, too. I'm starting to hate candy. <laughs> I'm so full of it. <laughs> she was apparently offered to do an ad for Mars Bar. <gasps> OK, so it could have happened. <laughs> well, I saw where she had denied it. Snopes says that it's false. Hmm. So according to chat GPT, which can now search the internet, in her biography, she said, the Mars bar was a very effective piece of demonizing, way out there. It was so overdone with such malicious twisting of the facts. Mick retrieving a Mars bar from my vagina, indeed. It was far too jaded for any of us to even have conceived of. It's a dirty old man's fantasy. Some old fart who goes to a dominatrix every Thursday afternoon to get spanked. A cop's idea of what people do on acid. Yes. Man, mm. okay, hey. so she addressed it in a very wonderful way. And I will have to say from a person who's not a cop on acid that she might be right. It's a jackalope dale. Yes, yeah. appreciate that, Sam. And now the other one, uh, Kanye's inner circle. Yes. Um, I don't know how anyone can eat that. No. I think that's a jackalope tale. I think There's so. There's no way people can eat that. I agree, I agree. I wouldn't want to be in it. anyone's inner circle. No. If I had to eat that. Right. Especially the outer circle later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. Uh. All right, everybody. We're at the part of the show where we read our Lone Star salutes. Love that moment. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Proud, Lone Star. And this is where we read one-star reviews of bands. It can be music, music shows, clubs, clubs yeah. anything to do with music. Mm-hmm. And I got a doozy. This is my favorite of all freaking time. Oh, my God. And the internet has changed reviews for me because you can add memes and you can add film. Uh So this one's my favorite, and it's from (laughs) pitchfork.com. This is so funny. (laughs) It's the album Shine On by Jet. I don't know if you've heard that record. Are you a Jet fan? I know them. And was that the bitch band? Yes. Okay, bitch band. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You can just call them that. Okay. So... There was no writing at all in the review. Really? All they did was give it zero stars. Oh. Zero stars. Not even one. (laughs) And it's a video of a chimpanzee peeing in its own mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... To some, that might be a good review, but, oh, man, that's hardcore. That's my favorite review no of all words, time. No words at all. Just a video of a monkey peeing in his own mouth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bitchfork. You, you really have to hate an album to yeah, not even put any words. <laughs> right, because Pitchfork is usually pretty... They're pretty optimistic about the the recordings, and they don't normally give one stars or zero stars to anything. They usually find something (laughs) that they can uh, Um, praise about a record. And um, this one, they hated or loved. I can't tell. (laughs) Well, now, the one I have is uh, it didn't include anything Golden Shower-ish. This one had wording on it. Uh, This was by Elizabeth L., and uh, she put a review on for Elmo Palooza. Oh, I love that. By Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. 
I know. And I'm thinking, my God, it's a kid's record. I mean, who's going to hate it? Right. Well, Elizabeth did. Hmm. And I'm about to tell you why. She says, there is too much rap on this CD. (laughs) Rap is the rhythm and background of too many negative forces of our society to be something you would want to get your child to like. Her last word, yuck. (laughs) (laughs) She really let it go for Elmo. No, that's a different kid song, Let It Go. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh I know. Oh, now in my head I've got Let It Go, Let It But I don't know anything else of that song. That's it. That's all I know. Let too. it go. She should have let it go. She yes, exactly. Exactly. So just remember when you hear Alma rap, he is bringing out the rhythm and background of negative forces. Well, I personally know, having had two small children, that Elmo sings every type of music. He does not discriminate between styles. One of his most popular songs in my household is a country song, despite my great distaste for country music. Oh, what's it, it actually, called? Uh, Meow Moo, Count by Two. <laughs> I'm intrigued. And I mean, I love that Elmo Saves Christmas. Yeah, same. I, I mean, mean, so what did she... That was Ernest. Oh, was it? No, no it was well, Elmo. Well, there was an Elmo Christmas. It, <laughs> okay. was, it was kind of a take on Scrooge. Yeah. But it was good. What did she expect? I mean, hasn't she seen Tickle Me Elmo? <laughs> That's the most famous sex toy ever. <laughs> <laughs> True. Exactly. I'm... I'd wear out a few batteries on that one. I mean, Uh, Elmo walks on the dark side. Little known fact, Elmo's dad, the voice, is done by, um, I think it's David Crosby. (gasps) Music tie-in. Wow. Not in in every Elmo-related vehicle, but I specifically know that potty time with Elmo, it's David Crosby, because I recognize (laughs) he puts on kind of like a Cajun accent. Now it's going to be done by the ghost. Did you say party time or potty no, time? No, no, potty, P-O-T-T-Y. Potty, yes. okay. As in... It's like, Elmo, get your ass on the can. Uh, yeah, it's... Do it's, it where you're supposed to. Elmo is being potty trained in this particular video. Oh, wow. Does he rap? No. <laughs> okay. No, he does not. But yeah, oh. his dad is, is David Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go listen. I know. I'm going to have to put it on the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> On the way home, yeah. I'm going to make you a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to love that mixtape. <laughs> I think we're ready for taste test. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. Well, we're going to do some sweet ones first. Uh. So when we were looking for candy for the show, we found a bunch of other stuff because we're um, ADHD. Yes. And we found crazy, crazy candies. This one's called Quick Blast Sour Candy Spray. And it's like got a... Like a fire hydrant, fire, fire, fire extinguisher. extinguisher. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna go. Okay, self spray. What do you think? It's not sour. Not. It's actually tasty, but I like the delivery. Mm-hmm. Try. See, I hate sour. So let's see. It's like banaka. Right. Yeah, it's not sour. I think it's false advertising. No, that's not sour because that's actually pretty pleasant. Yeah. So I'm gonna save that because that will go home with me. Quick blast. Okay. So we found this. Yeah. It's a toilet. (laughs) It's a pink toilet, and it came with two plungers that hung on the side of it. Now, is there anything inside the toilet? Yes, this is the surprise. The toilet lid opens up, and there is sour candy in there. And it says sour flush. So I think this is supposed (laughs) to be 
where you lick the plunger uh-huh. lollipop and you stick it in the sour. Oh. Do you have cooties? Are you okay if I lick I'm and dip? Ca- I'm fine. Yeah. It's one toilet, two plungers, like I the mean, vi- like that video. <laughs> right. There you go. Dip, and we're gonna taste at the same time. Okay, you got a lot on there. Okay, I got a lot. Let's go in. Mmm. 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 Okay, that's tasty too. It's not sour. This is so lame. Okay, kids are pussies. I know. Um, Candy plunger with sour powder dip, and it's nothing. Nothing. Good watermelon flavor, but yeah. that's about it. It's actually tasty. Mm-hmm. So, I'll plunge again. All right. Yeah, yeah that's good. I'll just leave so it So it's in like there. What, those lick'em sticks. Remember when we used to get lick'em sticks? Oh, yes. So this is like lick'em sticks. This is nothing sour. Did you ever eat the stick? Absolutely. Really? I did. Because mm. I felt like I was getting ripped off <laughs> if I didn't have the whole experience. <laughs> gotcha. But I had to have the lick'em stick and the powder like pretty much come out to equal. Yep. Um, because okay. they forgot our Skittles on the rider. Okay. Here. I mean, oh. you should just have some to cleanse your palate. Mm-hmm. Here, we taste need... the rainbow, Charles. Yes. Colors galore. You know, I think that maybe the whole taking the brown M&Ms out of the uh, rider mm-hmm. changed the marketing for M&Ms. Because have you noticed that they don't have brown M&Ms in here anymore? Oh, my God. What? Rock changed candy. Oh, wow. The power of rock. Yeah. That is amazing. So now there's red and yellow and blue and green. No brown M&M's. God. You have to get a different flavor. You have to get like peanut M&M's. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't find a Mars bar, but the United States equivalent to a Mars bar? Yep. Milky Way. Ah, with so nougat. Yep. It's nougat and chocolate. Caramel. Whatever nuts. So they added caramel. Are you caramel or caramel? I'm caramel. Good job. Because I'm bougie. <laughs> on candy, um, they added caramel to the Mars bar when they introduced it to the American market because uh-huh. I read about the Mars bar because I'm so curious. And we wanted it sweeter, so they added caramel. <laughs> so Okay. Americans screwing it up for everybody. I know. There you go. We have to have it our own way. We're going to split one, and then the production crew can have the other Mars because this is a family share size. We're going to take mm. care of you, Sam. You can't open them? I can't. <laughs> Now, there we go. So, you bite off one end, I'll bite off the other. (laughs) Let's see. Oh. Yep, that's good. That's good. That one's got Sam's name on it. Mm Mm-hmm. These are delicious. Yeah. If this is close to a Mars bar, it's delicious. I don't blame Mick at all for this. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I like it. (laughs) Yeah, that passes. Oh, my God, the toe of Satan. Do you need to cleanse your palate? (laughs) I think I'm good. Okay, it's toe of Satan time. Get the milk. I also heard that salt is helpful. Now, I've got some crushed up here. Oh, I like the eyes at the top. Right. It looks like the nose of Satan. Right. (laughs) There's a vagina shape. And just so you can, we're eating, it's almost as hot as hell. So, I don't know. Do you want to? Do we want to? Come on. Don't be a pussy. Do we want to leave the one solid and we'll just grab from this? Yeah. Okay. But don't touch your eyes after you touch it. <laughs> <laughs> don't itch your balls. Don't touch your eyes. You might need wet naps. Yeah. Smells cinnamony. That's going to uh, be my favorite. Yeah. I was about to ask which one is it which. It smells good. You're going to want to try it. I don't think it's going to be that hot. Famous last words. Wow.
It's oh, cinnamon. We should be playing Pitbull's Fireball when we eat these. Right. <laughs> and um, I think that'll piss Kanye off because I don't know if they like each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are. All right. Ah. Uh, Jeannie is going to do this. Ice cream, ice cream sandwiches. <gasps> Surprise. The thing with the salt is uh, it's a really good one because you just. Jeannie, you're doing it too? Do it before? Okay. No, do it after. after. Oh. She's going to do it. She just, you have to. No, you this you have not, to. Okay, this does not look like a, um, what is the. Oh, thank you. There is the tiny. Oh, you want to do this too? Sure. Yes. Okay. See, here's what it looks like. We've got another one on board. We broke it up so you don't eat the whole one. This is Buster. She's our studio manager. So she. Jeannie? You get over here. If you eat Satan's toe, we'll quit calling you Jeannie Fur. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're doomed for in- do eternity. Do I lick it? Do I have to suck it? it do I have to my experience has been that they like all three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what Just, we're going to do. Charles and I will take the bigger pieces. Yeah. And I'm going to put it in my mouth, and it says right here, hold it in your mouth for five minutes, but we're not going to wait five minutes. Nah, let's I'm gonna, just bite I'm gonna it. I'm going to put it in my mouth and bite it. Yeah. So you can pick a big piece or a little piece. Yeah, thank you. And seriously, we've been told don't touch your face after you touch it. Okay, big so, piece. So Charles and I have a big piece. Yeah. I'm planning on snot coming out of my nose. Oh, my God. The piece just dropped in my milk. <laughs> <laughs> What well, the hell's going to happen? You're doomed. I mean. <laughs> okay. Come on. So we're going to do one, two, three, and put it in your mouth, okay? Yep. One, one, two, two three. three. Yeah, that's hot. I taste the chili. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's kicking in. Mm-hmm. It's getting stuck in my teeth. Yep. Oh, my God. It's hot. I'm just sucking. But it's not too hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, now my tongue's hot. Yeah, it's getting hotter. Pretty decent flavor. It does have flavor. Mm-hmm. You all right? The heat keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it's... Uh, mm. If anyone's ever eaten a ghost pepper, because we did the ghost pepper challenge, I have cried. I believe it. This isn't making me cry, but it's hot. Ooh, mother. So basically, I'm a Kardashian. Kanye's at your door. You're so close. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it now. How close? Uh, 15, 15 Wait, seconds. Ten second countdown. It starts now. Ten, nine, <coughs> eight, eight, seven, seven six, six, five, five four, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Ah! Take that, Kanye. My God. <laughs> Tell Kanye hi for us. I right? <laughs> I rolled deep. <laughs> ah. You know you have to wear those big clown shoes now. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have a runny nose, and my eyes are watering a little bit. Towards the end there, it wasn't getting hotter, but my stomach was not having it. My oh, no. Like, uh, no, ma'am. Please wow, please. what the hell? I chewed mine up and swallowed it. I did. And I'm going to have a ring of fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I where tell. I chewed is hot, especially. Right. Is your stomach hot? Mm-hmm. No. No, my stomach's okay. I have, st- I have hot stomach. Whoa. I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can go to the men's. You don't have to go all the way to the women's. We got candy all over the place. <laughs> we, ruined, <laughs> we ruined the studio. Yeah. I'll do anything for my art. Did you already put the pop rocks in? Okay. 
We're going to do the outro while we eat Pop Rocks. <laughs> I miss Pop Rocks. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And please check out the Jackalope Tales on all of the socials. Subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a jackalope tale?